Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Two words to me in three years of Bret Hart to Please. either but <laughs> i don't i don't want to not this time yeah oh man that's a big <sighs> hello and welcome back to hanksy panksy a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends fill themselves mind body and soul with i, I, I don't know sh- shaky intense footage of a nazi killing tom hanks I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm fucking broken. <laughs> and I am Luke Patrick. I'm the dude with the Brooklyn, New York, uh, stylized in Sharpie jacket. Uh, also broken. Can confirm. Yeah, this week we uh, we watched 1998 Saving Private Ryan, and uh, hey, it didn't go well. It did. <laughs> Much like the movie itself. The plot of the movie. Uh, the watch was no good. Yeah, there were casualties in this watch, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, do you, Sam, specifically, do you want to talk about your your watch experience? Yeah, I'll talk about my watch. Um, I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't want to watch this. Uh I I had actually been looking forward to it for most of the week, and then Friday hit, and I said, look, I want to go home, and I want to eat some nachos, and I don't want to watch this movie mm-hmm. um, at all. I I want to I want to watch the new season of Big Mouth, mm. and I don't I don't want to watch a World War Two movie. Mm. Uh, um, hey, what if we made it a hyper realistic? Three hour long epic where there's basically no break in the action. Um, <laughs> and oh, Luke. And we're going to start with a beach scene, which doesn't have a huge impact on the plot, but is going to be extremely gory oh, in about God. 30 minutes long. Yeah, so, okay. So, can I was trying to do the calculus on mm-hmm. how to not watch it last night. Mm because uh, Kenna had never seen it before, and so I was like, okay, 
Kenna wants to watch it with me, so a morning watch kind of out of the question. Yeah. Um, and also, looking back on it, definitely glad I did not watch this at the beginning of a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we had uh, we're we're video chatting with some people tonight, and so that didn't work. And I've got work on Monday, so I couldn't watch it uh, tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I. I literally was held hostage by this movie. I I had a two day long headache uh, that I that rolled into this movie. Um, I did get the nachos, so it wasn't all bad. But nice. I mean, def definitely not a good watch. I yeah, <laughs> Luke, how is yours? <laughs> I like the phrase held hostage by this movie because that is exactly how I <laughs> mm-hmm. felt because there's just no arithmetic we can do to have made it work any time other than last night. Uh, no. And I got to tell you, Sam, it's been a pretty emotionally draining week and just like a draining week in mm-hmm. general. And throwing this as the capstone onto this week was fucking horrible like i literally got through the beach scene in the beginning of the movie which if you've ever seen this movie you know exactly what i'm talking about and then had to pause it and just go away for a little bit i just had to to remove myself and go stand in the kitchen um yeah i i had to stop to eat some ice cream mm, um yeah not not after the beach scene i don't even remember when it was but I just had to stop mm-hmm. and and have some ice cream because holy shit. Yeah. Also, here's a brief list of places I could fly to in I mean in non quarantine times during the runtime of this movie. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. All of California. I could fly to you. <laughs> um, pretty much anywhere in that same central time zone could get to Chicago. Uh, I could fly to Dallas and back if the plane just did it for some reason. Uh. <laughs> fuck dude three three hours is yeah so long for a movie it's it's a lot of sadness <laughs> yeah i mean it's, that's the other issue right Mm-hmm. it's it's almost masturbatory mm-hmm. in how sad it is uh and and we can get to that in a little bit mm-hmm. but Luke, I guess it's time to tweet it, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Hey, really quick. So. Um, y- you are aware of this because of us talking beforehand. We don't just burst into being during this podcast. But I do have a turkey burger here that I'm eating and a Mexican Coke to sort of lift my spirits. Do you mind uh, if I continue to munch on this? And uh, hopefully yeah. our listeners don't mind. Yeah. So so this is probably when I should mention that we're we're gonna take care of ourselves during this podcast and now that i say that it does sound like i'm (laughs) i'm saying we're gonna masturbate during the podcast and and we're not gonna do that Mm. we aren't Uh, not this time Mm. well i mean luke i can't see you so (laughs) there's no stopping you i guess but we are gonna i've i've got a snack plate here yeah um so i'm gonna just kind of chow down on some snacks luke you're gonna eat your lunch mm-hmm. um yeah let's tweet it tom mm-hmm. um so here's what i got tom you made us so sad please get the sad sauce out of our brain cave hashtag cheers up tom this is the saddest looking tweet i've ever seen 
Here's what I love about it. Are, are you ready for what I love about this tweet? Uh-huh. Yeah. It is so catastrophically sad. I mean... <laughs> it's, it's, it's... Here's the thing. I think, I think it's the cry for help that might actually get him on the podcast. Yeah, it is the equivalent of that, like, six... Six word short story baby shoe used or wait what is it oh, yeah. baby shoe never used that whole thing yeah 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 something like that it's like we opened the world's saddest looking box found the shoe and then there's also a used condom for some reason like that is mm-hmm. that's his tweet and that's how I feel internally my friend yeah well uh it's sent now mm. um and Luke if you're gonna do the plot i guess i'm gonna put on some royalty free chill music to try to try to help out here so you do the do the plot (laughs) yeah so with the chill music actually can you pause pause the chill music for a second sam yeah okay yeah we'll get you on a second just really quick i do want to preface this with a statement which is that no matter what we say about this film uh i know you very well sam and you know me we are both very very supportive and grateful for anyone that fought in world war ii uh oh yeah absolutely yeah like deeply deeply thankful for the work that was done i'm actually reading a churchill biography right now and i'm in the world war ii sections just made me even more appreciative so we're probably going to talk about how long and sad this movie is but it does not in any way reflect how either of us (laughs) feels uh about our brave veterans, uh, part of the great. No, 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 no. They they did uh, they did some uh, truly truly uh, wild stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, it, in service of a, a good cause, you know, stopping Nazis always great. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and really appreciate that genuinely. Yeah, I'd argue this movie does too good a job of showing you exactly the work that these men, yeah, men and women did. So. Um, yeah and and specifically the sacrifice which again there's an argument to be made that like we need to be more well acquainted with the the sacrifice mm-hmm. that's made with war um but jesus christ <laughs> but not when it's tammed down your throat at the end of a week because you're idiots and decided mm-hmm. to do a dumb project <laughs> like god so stupid oh that's the part why did we do this i don't know man but to keep it going i guess all right if you want to bring the chill music back in that's all i had to say about that and i will happily break down the plot of oh yeah saving private ryan so people saving private ryan is a movie about world war ii which i can see you starting to run away and uh you might want to but you should stay because in this movie, Tom Hanks is a captain, and he's going to lead a merry bunch of dudes all the way across France to find one Private Ryan, played by Matt Damon. And uh, nothing bad is going to happen to those guys at all. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the plot of this movie. It's just that Tom Hanks is a captain in the army. There's a, a band of brothers, if you will. Uh, nice. Nice bite there. Um, yeah, you want to... You want to guess what that is? I guess that's an apple. Oh, you're close. Uh, it's a baby carrot. Oh, damn. It's got a similar crunch factor. I can hear the carrot in there, though. <laughs> um, loving these guess that food game uh, bits. I think that's all we have this week. So keep them, keep them coming. But um, 
Yeah, eventually they do find Private Ryan. They save a bridge. Tom Hanks dies. So, spoilers for this. If you haven't seen this movie, and you, in general, you have an interest in it, like, it is a great movie. It's just mm-hmm. emotionally taxing. There is a toll to pay. Um, do not watch it <laughs> at the end of your week when no. we're already bombed out or in any way, like, out of shape. Um, but we aren't here to talk about that right now. We're here to talk about uh, this nice, soothing music. And uh, maybe I'll throw in some some ASMR sounds. Can I give you guys oh, yeah. some mouth sounds on this one? Yeah, hey. Hey, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just take a little. Oh wow, that that's a really loud crunch from this carrot. Yeah, was that the uh, was that also a carrot, Sam? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Would Would you like for me to eat it sort sort of like a rabbit? <laughs> yeah, I think I would, and not the rabbit, the vehicle, which we do see in the bridge scene. Uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. No no no. I'll let let me give it a shot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is audio poison. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, folks. If you don't want to listen to this one, I understand. You can dip out now. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd prefer it if you kept listening to our podcast, but this one's going to be pretty trash. <laughs> it's going to be. So, it's a weird cut. These are going to be weird cut jeans. Yeah. Um, I got an assortment of loud foods that I'm going to eat here, so if you're not, you know, sort of prepped for that, much like I wasn't prepped for the real depression-inducing three hours that I experienced last night. So, I here's what I'll say. I didn't I didn't think this was basically going to be like Tom Hanks' Schindler's List. Mm. Yeah, um, that's what's weird. I, um, I had seen it before. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember it being that sad, but I don't either. God Almighty, that's what I was gonna say. Is so weird about this is that you and I have both seen this movie. I've seen it several times. Um, How? Well, here's what I told my housemates was that we had finished. I had just finished the beach scene, and they were like, "Hey, yo, maybe don't watch the rest of it." And I was like, "It'll be right. fine because the rest of it's actually pretty good. It's just the beach scene that you have to get through." Sam, it is not. I Mm-mm. totally forgot that this movie does not chill out. It's basically Argo, like the same level of white knuckle, <laughs> white knuckle dumps. Um, Wait, Argo? Yeah, you remember that Ben Affleck movie? The, the one with Alan Arkin? I think so. Which was the one where they're the Iran hostage crisis? Argo, but I don't remember that being white knuckle. It's pretty intense. Like, definitely, I think, an example of a movie that doesn't let up on the tension, at least for huge chunks of it. Like, by the time they're in the hostage crisis situation, it's pretty pretty intense. Much like Saving Private Ryan, where they... Oh, God. They do not let go of you for the duration of this movie. Well, and... So, it's, it's interesting, because... Like I, you know this. I I like World War Two stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm an 80 year old man uh, at heart, mm-hmm. and and I really do like World War Two stuff. And so it was. Oh no, Daphne, please don't eat my snacks. <laughs> um, oh, oh no. Got a snack thief uh, happening on the podcast. 
Yeah, she's just very curious about people food. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I like World War II stuff, and like I've watched Band of Brothers, which uh, Tom actually executive produced. Um, but I, I've never had as hard a time like viewing something like this. Just the the violence in this is so intense. Yeah. That I'm gonna turn this music down because it's very loud on my end. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> it's 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 setting the tone. But yeah, feel free to set it wherever your yeah. heart leads you. Uh, yeah, with our soothing soothing sounds mix today. Yeah, but yeah, it's um it's an intense amount of violence that that I struggled to deal with. Yeah, um, which we had talked about briefly when we had talked about doing this project way back in the day episode like mm-hmm. two or three i had mentioned that i definitely struggle to watch pretty realistic violence excuse me the mexican right. coke is uh reinforcing itself <laughs> and um so sam i tried to find an airplane cut of this movie like whatever they would show on like a, a norwegian airlines long-haul flight mm-hmm. like what, what's the edited version and sam i gotta tell you i could not only not find that nor could I find a porn parody of this, which I fully intended to also watch just to bring some levity right. to this yeah. podcast. Um, Shaving Ryan's Privates is a, apparently a, or Saving Ryan's Privates is apparently a documentary about porn parodies. But uh, hmm. to the best of my knowledge, there does not exist a porn parody of this movie. So I guess, listeners, if you know one, um, I guess I'm <laughs> open to receiving that. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone wants to send us a uh, some pornography, uh, I I don't feel right asking for it. But I mean, if you have, if you it, want to, if you smoke them, if you got them, basically, if you have it on yeah. hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, it just, I don't know. It's just. I mean, so the reason I think you can't find a, a an airplane cut of this is because the airlines are smart enough to know not to show this fucking movie. Yeah, you'd have to cut significant portions of this. And weirdly, Sam, oh, yeah. it wasn't even the beach scene that got to me. It was the end bridge part. Um, that one was rough. Um, the radar bunker. Mm-hmm. That was, that was tough. Yeah. Um, um, hey, do you want to guess what this is? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Ooh, ooh, that's got some spice to it. Um, shit, dude, I'm gonna guess it's a Lay's potato chip. Ooh, Luke, you're so close. I'm gonna do another one. Just. I'm trying to think of you and what kind of crisp you would go for. Um, I'm gonna go with a sun chip. E- Honestly, even closer. It's a it's a cheese it. Ooh, it's a cheddar jack cheese it. Nice man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, sorry, folks. This one's really hard to talk about. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, look, there are war crimes in it, and I counted them. Um, but that's not fun. Uh, Vin Diesel's in it. 
Hey, I, Brian Cranston's in I it. I did want to talk about that. The insane vortex of people that were hovering around Tom Hanks in this movie. Like, Paul Giamatti's in yeah. here. Paul Giamatti, everyone. <laughs> um, that dude from Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow that's in everything. Uh, the, the doctor. I can't remember his name. Oh, Giovanni Ribisi? Yes. Dude, he's in everything. And I'm pretty sure he's been in a Tom Hanks movie before this. As has Brian Cranston. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Fillion. Mm -hmm. An extremely young Nathan Fillion. And Ted fucking Danson. I know. Ted Danson, a ripped young Ted Danson. Like, he Mm -hmm. apparently beefed up for this, it looks like. Um, Yeah, he looks good. Arkansas's Um, own Ted Danson, folks. Well, and... uh, you know, like Mary Steenburgen, he was at the hotel uh, when I worked there, and super nice guy, and he had a beard at the time, and let me tell you, dude looks very good mm-hmm. with a beard. I would believe it. I wasn't uh, not enjoying the beefed up, I think he was a lieutenant, the lieutenant version of him here as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he looks he looks pretty, he's a good looking man. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> This is the rest of the podcast. We just point out people in this movie that could get it, mm-hmm. which is totally an appropriate response to uh, a horrifying and brutally honest <laughs> evaluation of World War II for three hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of typewriters in this, and I do feel like that was Tom. Hey, I didn't put that together until now, but you're totally right, because there are several scenes where somebody wants to bring along a typewriter. Like, there's the coward mm-hmm. guy whose name I don't remember. Um, Huffman or something? I don't know. Yeah, that speaks German and French and desperately wants to bring his typewriter, which, yeah, that feels like a Tom Hanks insert. Oh, yeah, and hey, uh, not just speaks German. He's got um, <laughs> a clean French accent, and his his German has a touch of a Bavarian accent, but is otherwise clean. Yeah. Yeah, man. it's uh, It was pretty good, too. I will say it's not in Glorious Bastards' level of uh you know integration with foreign languages in mm-hmm. world war ii but uh his german was excellent you love hearing some i don't know it always bugs me in these movies when they're like in germany and all the germans are just british dudes uh oh yeah <clears throat> yeah which never you know, it's like hello hitler <laughs> hello old chap yes capital day yeah. here in berlin um um Man, I love baby carrots, I'll tell you that. Mm. Who doesn't love a baby carrot? Nature's chips. Mm. Uh, so good and good for you. High in fiber, mm-hmm. beta carotene. Yeah, man. Folks, you really need to get more fiber in your diet. Yeah. I mean, um, if we're talking self-care, honestly, we could all deal with more fiber in our diets. Mm-hmm. You want to be in like a rock star. And if you aren't, buy my oh, self-help yeah. book. It's $5 on Amazon. Uh, and it's called BM Like a Rockstar. Yeah, BM Like a Rockstar. It's got me on the front holding a guitar, just really wailing. Uh, also on a toilet. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's, you know, it changed my life. Yeah. Um, um, hey, look, did you know that you're supposed to get like 35 grams of fiber a day? <laughs> I didn't. What if I just watched Saving Private Ryan? I feel like that. Well, that would either climb no, me up or it would shoot you. Yeah, it's going to stop you right up. <laughs> It's going to slow everything to a crawl in there. Yeah, like a grenade in a foxhole. I feel like you'll have mm. a couple of days of being oh. fully stopped up and then just a full release. Oh, boy, what a 
What a reference there. Uh, <laughs> God. Okay. Here's what I will say. Mm-hmm. Tom was remarkably good oh. uh, as an action movie star, and I kind of don't get why he hasn't done more action movies before this. Well, sir, when we get to the oft-mentioned Cloud Atlas, I believe you'll be a very happy camper. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right, then. But it is a fair point. Tom fucking nails it. I mean, again, people, this is a good movie. Don't let us give you the impression that it's not. It's just a specific flavor that you need to be prepared for. Um, Yeah, let me, if I may interrupt. mm -hmm. Um, So... There's a show on Netflix, BoJack Horseman. You know, you know BoJack, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the BoJack. Yeah. So I really like BoJack Horseman as well. The problem is BoJack Horseman is a deeply depressing show. Mm-hmm. Um, f- very funny, but also very depressing. And um, I watched it for a while. It bummed me out in a very serious way. I had to stop watching it. And ever since. Anytime I think about watching BoJack Horseman, you know, I'll, I'll come into a room and and I'll tell my wife, uh, hey, you know, I think I'm going to watch BoJack Horseman. And every time, Kenna goes, are you, are you really happy enough to watch BoJack? Mm. And ev- every time, Luke, I go, no, yeah. no, I'm not. And this is the same thing. If you're going to watch this movie, make sure you're happy enough. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I wasn't. Yeah, turns out. Bring some friends. Bring many of them. Get some popcorn. Like, set some baby carrots. Some baby carrots. Get that fiber that your body desperately needs. You mm-hmm. pl- you just plugged up a husk of a human being. Like really, really work all the angles for this. I love the BoJack comparison. Although I will say that one hoodwinks you because it starts out real funny. And, uh, oh, I know. It maintains its level of excellence, but it does a similar vibe here, folks. You gotta before you uh, strap into the modified Ludovico and uh, absorb this movie. Just make sure that you got, you know, some kind of pleasure center that's being activated mm-hmm. in your brain. Um, yeah. Um, and and I do want to. So you know, I watched it with Kenna, mm-hmm. and uh, she didn't love it. Hmm. Um, she, she hit a wall maybe with like an hour left in the movie Mm. and, and just kind of checked out. Uh, she said it felt sort of familiar, which I think says more about the influence this movie has had on subsequent, you know, kind of World War II movies. True, true. Um, but you know, she said it also felt like too much. Um, yeah. And, and we were talking about, about it today, um, kind of comparing it to band of brothers which i i think i say i would say is the superior world war ii mm. product from the same people yeah basically yeah yeah i'd agree with that i mean the movie is quantifiably an hour too long i think Mm-hmm. it has some weird pacing stuff where it's this like really really like over intense action that's like too gory and then these long stretches where it's just like really slow mm-hmm. and depressing. Yeah, like I. And then like I, a lot of. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, just a lot of stuff with like uh, the people in the squad dying, and like it, it, it's clearly sad, but you also don't have enough time to like know the squad all that well. Mm-hmm. 
and so they have to like I think sort of manipulate you uh, mm. by like having Giovanni Ribisi cry out for his mom as, in his dying moments yeah rather than just you being sad because like you cared about Giovanni Ribisi which I mean we all care about Giovanni Ribisi oh but. yeah dude seems amazing and again he's in mm-hmm. fucking everything so if you don't know who we're talking about look, it really is look him up because you will recognize his fucking face like mm-hmm. dude's working so good for him oh yeah um <clears throat> Oh. But yeah, like you, I texted you last night, and again, I feel not a twinge of guilt for having texted you during this movie. Uh, yeah, I was going to say you broke our rules, but I don't give a shit, man. <laughs> it's so long. Um, I texted you at the two-hour mark about how I just hit the bridge scene where they're all just hanging around listening to Edith Piaf, and mm-hmm. they're trying to do exactly what you said. Like They're trying to build up a sense of rapport with the crew and... Uh, give you a moment to breathe before the next brutal conflict but Mm. man it's just it's too long it's like 20 minutes of them chatting and matt damon talking about stuff and the guy with the new york jacket telling a very awkward story about boobs um oh yeah yeah that wasn't great no it's just too much and then right afterwards you've had your nice little breath uh you know to Honestly, I'm going to spoil this. Is it okay if I spoil the ending? Yeah. Um, I honestly think it might prepare you more if you haven't seen this flick. Um, pretty much everybody in the squad dies, including Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you're watching this and developing emotional attachments to people, just know that the movie's going to fucking rip them out of your life, which is the point, I guess. Um, and it's it's a really hard scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck, it's hard. <laughs> hey, um, do you have another food for me? <laughs> yeah, actually, I was right about to. What's What's this? Oh. I okay, sir. I think this is crostini. No. Oh. No, it's not. Okay, can you give me one more? You're mm-hmm. You're very cold. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's another. Hmm. How about baby broccoli? Mm-mm. Further. Oh. Oh. Okay. Here's here's some more. Um, I'm gonna guess it's a rice cake, and that's my last guess. Uh, no, very wrong. Three strikes, you're out. It's a dark chocolate Oreo. What? Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I don't think you know, listeners at home, if you guess that. Uh, I think you have to replace me as co-host because holy <laughs> shit, that does not sound like an Oreo. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we found we found what the podcast is going to be now. <laughs> it's just us eating food in front of each other. Yeah, and guessing it based on sound. Yeah, let me let me scrape the the cream off with my teeth and see if that sounds any different. Okay, yeah. Did that make any sound? Yeah, not a lot of audio on that one. I'm gonna leave it in. No, mm. We're we're not editing this one. So. <laughs> yeah, no, no <laughs> editing here. Um, well, Sam, I gotta be honest. I I don't even have a ton of notes from this movie. The only note that it's, is even worth, I got two of them. Do you want my two main notes from this movie? 
Sure, yeah. Uh, the first one is that if I had to pick a favorite scene, the sniping scene in this movie is pretty badass. Oh, with the Lord Sniper? Yeah, which this is the sniper guy that recites... Uh, it's not the Lord's Prayer, I don't think. Uh, oh, I have no idea. I just called him the Lord Sniper. <laughs> yeah, he... I also have another note about him, which is that his sniping would be way less cool if he didn't also chant a prayer as he did it. Um, yeah, yeah. He would just look like a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a scene where he shoots a guy in a clock tower, shoots a Nazi, as he well should, um, mm-hmm. in a clock tower and gets him right through the scope, which is, of course, a legendary oh, callback. So good. Um, yeah. Fuck is it good. That's probably my favorite part of this movie. And... You know, it does have beats like that if you're looking for an action movie. This is not a Jason Bourne film at all. No. But it, no. it's it got his moments. Um, the only other note I have for you, Sam, is that Paul Giamatti is a treasure. God, he's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I will say the best part of this movie is the fact that you get to see a lot of Nazis die. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nazis are one of if not the only group where you can say and have it be very true the only good one <laughs> is a dead one yeah 100% so if, much like Inglorious Bastards if you want to feel the catharsis of watching a bunch of Nazis just eat it uh, this is the movie for you my friends oh, yeah. uh, although the payoff is you're, you're going to pay a lot in and get a little bit mm-hmm. out so yeah yeah, the return on investment, not great. Luke, do you want to guess when I'm drinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Sam, I'm going to need another stab at that as much as I don't want to ask for it because that was fucking audio poison and a half. My dude. <laughs> I did almost choke on it. (laughs) Well, when you're able to, I think me and the listeners both deserve another another good sip. (laughs) God, the audio on this one, fucking gold. All right, here we go. I can't fucking do it. <laughs> nice man. Um, I'm gonna guess just because you're in the south, it's a, a nice uh, hot December day <laughs> that you're having a lovely iced sweet tea. Uh, incorrect. Uh, do you want another pass at it? Yeah, I'll take one more go. Is it water, sir? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be ours to get uh yeah well yeah here here's the thing folks uh stay hydrated mm. you know um you really should drink a lot of water good way to tell is the color of your urine mm-hmm. um if it's if it's like a deep dark yellow could tr- drink some more water uh it'll look this is in luke's bm like a rock star mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Um, it does. It does help those those movements uh, just slide right out of you. Yeah, yeah. The, ori- the original title for that was actually a BM <laughs> like Mick Jagger, but I couldn't get the rights, and apparently the dude BMs kind of poorly. So oh, <laughs> uh, well, 
Well, Luke, would would you like some IMDb facts brought to you by McKenna? Man, I would love a fresh uh, breath of air up in this room. Uh, yeah, hit me with all of those IMDb facts by Kenna. Okay, so um, I am realizing now this first one's not exactly an upper. Mm, well, um, this episode has definitely been an upper the entire time, so. Yeah. Uh, 40 barrels of fake blood were used for the opening beach scene. Ooh, that's a lot. Hey. Yeah. I guess there's industries, right, like where this is not an abnormal request, but if I'm pretty sure if <laughs> I just went and ordered 40 barrels of fake blood, somebody <laughs> would have a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be on a list. Yeah, I think Mulder and Scully uh. would show up at my door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you fucking would. Uh, it would be <laughs> yeah, don't do that, please, Luke. <laughs> um, Too late. We. Uh, all right. Um, so all the principal actors, except uh, for Matt Damon, they did, like, several days of this, like, really, like, grueling, difficult army training. Mm. Um, but they did not include Matt Damon in that because they they wanted everyone to not like him. Interesting, which I feel like yeah. is hard because it's Matt fucking Damon. I know he's such a likable guy. Yeah, that's so. Did he also do a like? Did he do a separate boot camp, a Damon boot camp? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I I really don't know now. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> hey, you get I, the facts I, as they come. You don't. You don't. Do additional yeah. research. Yeah, no, these are sponsored by McKenna, so I just read the copy that she gives mm -hmm. me. Um, so the beach scene cost eleven million dollars to shoot. Fuck, dude. Hey, and involved. Yeah. No, no. Finish, finish your thought. It involved over a thousand extras, some of whom were members of the Irish Reserve Army, <laughs> or sorry. Irish Army Reserve. Okay, I was uh, going to say one. Twenty. That is not correct. I don't. I don't think the IRA is the Irish Reserve Army. And then <laughs> yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking uh, hired the IRA to fill seats. <laughs> Forty barrels of blood in the IRA. That's eh, fine. Do you, Do you boys need uh, guns there? No, sir. We're good. We've already got them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, shit, I'm trying to restart the chill music mm. that I've got here. Come on. Oh, piss. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, They used uh, 20 to 30 extras who were amputees, mm. and they were given prosthetics for, like, you know, like, blowing people's arms off and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, two of the landing craft that they used uh, in the beach scene uh, were actually used in World War II. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gunfire in the movie, uh, that was, those sounds were recorded from actual period weapons firing live ammunition. Damn, that is some <clears throat> authenticity right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, uh, it's Steven Spielberg. He goes, he goes deep in the paint. Mm-hmm. Deep in the paint, this guy. That's what they're gonna uh, eventually when he retires. That's what they'll like when they give him his jersey, right? They retire his uh -huh. number. That's what it'll say on the back. Is just deep in the paint. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a Stephen deep in the paint Spielberg. Uh, 
Um, the movie was shot in 59 days, 25 of which uh, were just the beach scene. Mm. Damn. Dude. Hey, so here's what I was going to say about the beach scene. Uh, uh-huh. And again, trying to keep the tone positive. We got the chill music. We've got the ASMR mouth sounds today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm all out of snacks. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Um, but I can think of a lot of things, uh, a lot of better uses for $11 million than giving a lot of people uh, resurging PTSD and mm-hmm. uh, sort of shell-shocking audience with graphic violence. Uh that's kind of all I'll say about that side of things. Yeah. So, Kenneth did tell me that, um, uh, today, actually, that they had, like, a number mm. th- for veterans. So, like, if you were a veteran and you watched the movie and it, it fucked you up as it is almost designed to do, right. um, they had a number you could call. Yeah, I think there was also quite an increase in PTSD treatment uh, after this movie came out. I think I read that there was an uptick in people seeking treatment. So, again, huh? can think of some better ways maybe to spend that money. Yeah. Um, but yeah. here we are having watched it, so I don't know, Sam. Yeah, um, and here's here's the last IMDb fact mm-hmm. brought to you by McKenna. Um that uh, that I is actually a, a good upper. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie resurrected Ted, Ted Danson's career. Hey, now that's a fucking positive. Yeah, because um, he had been off of Cheers for a while, and he had done some like stinker movies mm. apparently, mm. and so uh, he was kind of having trouble finding work, and apparently this proved he could do drama, mm. and he has worked steadily ever since. Man, that's fucking amazing. You love to hear that, because I cannot, I mean, yes. it's not a drama, but I cannot imagine The Good Place without Ted Danson in it, so. Right? I, he's just so good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, a great guy. Mm-hmm. Which you love to hear, Arkansas zone. I mean, he's not. I think he's from Arizona, but by association. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he he visits. He may or may not have a an apartment downtown. There's some question as to whether they still have that. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Uh, yeah. Well, Luke, that's all I've got. Uh, do you want to go to Hank's bank? I don't. I don't have a. <laughs> I got I got one for you. I've got all these uh, okay. recovered Nazi gold cougarins that I need to go deposit somewhere. Uh, so maybe if you'll come with me to the Hanks Bank this week. Oh, oh, I'd be delighted. All right, let's go. Uh, all right, Luke. Um, this has been pretty pretty grim. <laughs> I think I think we should talk about how we have cheered ourselves up hmm. or will cheer ourselves up uh yeah yeah which you gotta love a movie that requires a tonic of some flavor afterwards uh yeah to to sort of cleanse well sam you have helped my self-care journey somewhat because you sent me <laughs> you were talking about the bridge scene you sent me <laughs> yeah. a, a fucking cat video <laughs> so, i did um that helped a lot. Definitely did binge on some YouTube cat videos for a little bit uh, immediately yeah. afterward. Like I'm saying, the credits went up and I fucking hit that thing immediately. Uh, 
that is exactly what we did. We pulled up YouTube. Ken have found that video uh, of Maru the cat. Mm. Um, just this absolutely gorgeous and very cute um, Scottish fold mm-hmm. cat that's just a big chungus, <laughs> and I love him so much. Um, oh yeah, it was so. We watched a handful of his videos, and Luke, it, just kind of a fun fact, I've been watching Maru videos since I was, like, young. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that cat's old. Because mm. um, I remember that was, like, among the first YouTube videos I saw. Yeah, so we're talking, like, mid-high school sort of mm-hmm. uh, experience. Yeah, which is crazy to think that <laughs> we existed for a while before YouTube did. Um, yeah, sort of a weird thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so watch some cat videos. Um, one of one of my personal favorites, and that I get on Facebook all the time now, is um, videos of cats that have been rescued and are now very sweet and cuddly. Aww. Uh, those are oh, those will get you. That's sort of the, uh, the inverse journey of this movie because a creature is rescued <laughs> and then brought into a loving home. And then, you know, made to be a sweet, very much alive critter. Uh, yes. That's quite nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, sticking with the theme of that, like, early days of the internet, I, it's been a long time since I've dug into, like, E-Bombs World or old Flash games. Maybe I'll go play. Oh, my God. Uh, what was that stick runner game, stick man running game? I'll probably, you know, dive into some of that, get that nostalgia factor going. Um, oh, yeah, that'd be good. That could be cool. Um, Some Homestar Runner. That's a 90s oh kids member. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, these are some deep fucking cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken and I have been watching season four of Big Mouth. Mm, and how's that and been, sir? Fuck, it is so good. Mm. Uh, do you watch it? Uh, yeah, so I am not as far in the series, but yes, I have. Oh my god, it is so good. We've we've gotten maybe four or five episodes in, and it is fucking brilliant. Mm. Um, it's so so goddamn funny, uh, and and does actually cover some some like deep topics and shit like that. Yeah. So that's that's been a good upper. Nice man. Um, I think. Yeah. My my gut instinct is to hit the bottle again or huff some paint. So I've been fighting that off. Um, after seeing this movie um, so I think what I'll do instead is continue to uh, I'll probably have another Mexican Coke because I just had one with my lunch which the listeners probably heard uh, yeah and that was fucking excellent so that plus a little bit of lime just add a little bit of lime juice oh so good ooh, Sam ooh nice yeah. nice little twist on it mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know I did have some ice cream mm. uh, during during the movie uh, how how do you like your ice cream? Man, I like it uh, dark as a midnight sky. Just chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Just fuck me up. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So so I do like some chocolate. I like a little chocolate, mm. but not a lot. I like a I like a good mix. So like kind of my ideal my chef's kiss mm-hmm. uh, ice cream is you get two dark chocolate Oreos. Mm. You uh you crush them up like you're at the the Cold Stone Creamery, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you get a scoop of vanilla ice cream mm. and a scoop of chocolate ice cream, 
and then you add a spoonful of peanut butter. Yeah. And then you mix that all together until it gets just a little soft and soupy. And, ooh, baby, you've got uh, Sam's fucking incredible cookies and cream. Mm, you got a stew going. Hey, yeah. so you're into sous chef in your ice cream. Man, my flavor is grab the tub and eat straight out of the tub. Um, no, see, I love some mix-ins. I love combining some flavors like uh, like vanilla, Oreos, and a cinnamon ice cream, yeah. or uh, like a pumpkin ice cream mm. with some chocolate. Ooh, ooh, that hits a spot. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Hey, I will also say, you know, one of the things I actually did do to <laughs> add some dopamine to my fucking brain <laughs> after this film was um i'm honestly not a huge ice cream guy but i am massive on donuts so i did eat a glazed donut that i'd purchased Ooh. earlier in the day and uh fuck that hit the spot where's your preferred donut oh i'm spot. i'm all about that duncan this segment brought to you by duncan do nuts uh yeah <laughs> do love me some fucking duncan my friend oh yeah so we've uh, we've sort of fallen on hard times here in Little Rock because uh, there seem to be like two franchisees of uh, Duncan, <laughs> and um, one of them uh, has not done well, and so most of our Dunkin' Donuts locations in Central Arkansas have closed, mm. uh, and there's just one that's like kind of not in a convenient location. Uh, but it's still good. Yeah, I do love me some Dunkin'. When uh, when Ken and I went to Boston mm. uh, years and years ago, holy shit! Yeah, um, that's the ticket, man. I mean, you can't go to Boston without stopping at Dunkies, my friend. Dunkies is oh no, where it's at. Also, and, that's mission critical for me. Not having a Dunkin' Donuts nearby, so I don't know what power we can leverage as a podcast. But folks, if you want to go franchise a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> in Little Rock, I do have to visit from time to time to see our friend Sam. Yeah. Well, well, actually, what I'll tell you, Luke, is that the the only extant franchise in Central Arkansas is actually now uh, not like down the street from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it used to be further. I keep forgetting that we've moved. So, mm. so yeah, now it's actually pretty close. Okay, nice. Uh, so maybe podcast listeners, you don't have to go franchise a donkeys. Well, no, no, I would I would still recommend <laughs> that they do that because. You know, competition is what uh, makes this country great or some bullshit. Just bring more Dunkin' Donuts mm. into my life, folks. Yeah, you can never have too much Dunkies. Well, Sam, I'm glad we're hitting things that are cheering us up. And uh, yeah. talking about Dunkies has, <laughs> has very much oh, increased yeah. my dopamine level. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Because, <laughs> Luke, I don't know if you know this, but America does run on Dunkin'. Dunkin'. Just Dunkin', Dunkin'. now. Um, my private theory is that they changed the name to just Duncan because too many people would like hold up a pack of cigarettes to cover the, the D.O. So it just says Duncan Nuts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah, as, as displayed in a wonderful SNL sketch about, uh, about Duncan, <laughs> Duncan Nuts. But yeah, Duncan, man. Duncan is where it's fucking at. Oh, God, it's so good. Um, So... Let's let's talk about how we feel about being twenty three weeks into this. Mm. Yeah, man. Um, which maybe we've picked a bad time to talk about that because <laughs> this one, this one was a real fucking nut punch. But 
Uh, yeah, how are you feeling? Yeah, this was a real Dunkin' Nuts punch um, <laughs> as far as the week goes. But, Sam, this is, let's call it the halfway point. I think it's pretty close to the halfway. Um, I think? Well, you know, we can rediscuss when we actually hit it, but I, it's, it's pretty close, and it feels like a good time to talk about it. Kind of being halfway done with all of Tom Hanks' currently available films. Um. I'm feeling pretty positive. This week was a weird outlier, and again, the movie didn't suck. It's just that it's soul-sucking. Um, right. So, honestly, pretty good, other than what it's done to my brain. Like, I now only re- review movies through runtime. I will not mm-hmm. touch a film that is over two hours long if I can fucking help it. <laughs> um, if it uh, doesn't have well hey this is the thing maybe you're doing this now too gina davis popped up in something recently and i was like oh yeah fucking Uh gina davis i've seen her in a tom (laughs) hanks movie yeah i do like you know how there's the like six degrees of kevin bacon Mm -hmm. i just do that with tom now Mm -hmm. anytime i see someone i'm like oh yeah he was in that tom hanks movie Mm -hmm. Which is so going to happen with this movie. Like, next time I see Paul Giamatti, all I'm going to think about is him and his bad ankles. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but Sam, it's, uh, it's, how, are you, how are you feeling about this now that we're, we're basically at the halfway mark? Uh, so, part of me wants to say accomplished, but we also, as we've sort of discussed kind of accomplished nothing Mm. because until we've watched all of it we've essentially watched none of it Mm -hmm. yeah nobody Um, nobody gives a shit that we've watched 23 or 22 plus uh the burbs twice (laughs) right yeah yeah so so that's nothing Mm -hmm. but it does still feel like a lot Mm -hmm. um it's it's been a ton of fun Mm. i'll say that nice man uh and and a a genuinely excellent way to i think have some kind of anchor during this terrible fucking year mm, so true uh so, something that like i know is going to happen week to week mm-hmm. that i know is going to jesus christ my cat is going ape shit <laughs> um <laughs> uh just like you know week to week i i know there's going to be something uh, new and fun to talk about yeah. it's it's been genuinely great and buck wild that it's been this long mm-hmm. yeah it really is insane and also very much looking forward to the non-quarantine times when we can watch these movies together oh my god i know oh that's gonna be amazing uh, i i also want to say and and maybe this is too sincere for our podcast but um i know our audience isn't like huge and that's fine uh i'm frankly i have enough fun recording it that if nobody listened to it i'd be fine too yeah yeah but it genuinely means a lot to me that people listen to this Mm -hmm. and enjoy it and it's (laughs) sorry about this week folks (laughs) yeah really sorry that i just poisoned the audio with food um but folks i can't express enough we needed to do this. Mm-hmm. This was we not... needed to make garbage audio this week. Yeah, this was this was not a a conscious choice. This was us pulling the giant inflatable slide <laughs> on the JetBlue flight 
and then giving yes. everyone the bird as we slid down it like for <laughs> exactly sure. but but yeah no it it genuinely means the world to me that that people are are listening to it and enjoying it and it's it's uh, weird as well mm-hmm. to to think that people including my mom have listened to me talk about tom hanks's penis for i think now it would count in the hours uh so so yeah thank thank you everyone thanks to all of you and again sorry about this week i mean we couldn't even talk about tom hanks's dinger in this one guys like no there's there's no penis talk Mm -mm. for this as it should there's no conspiracies uh well Okay, so I won't say that because yeah. I might I may be return be able to return to this one yeah. in the future. The last time we visited World War Two, you sort of sleeper agented that one and came up with some conspiracies yeah, later. That being yeah. every time we say goodbye, another fucking downer episode with Tom Hanks in World War Two. Sam, did you think about that? Yeah, and I'm starting to worry because he's got another one that's that's you know like 1930s adjacent mm-hmm. and that I. I actually know for a fact it's a bit of a bummer, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of worried about that one. Um, there will be more snack I'll, plates for sure. I'll also say it has changed like how I think about things because I do think about Tom a lot, and I also now make these buck wild connections to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know that that's been a positive change in my life, yeah. but it's something so you're saying rewiring your your brain to see lizard men (laughs) and atar the demon and everything was not a good idea strangely no (laughs) Uh, it it has made me hyper aware of actual conspiracy theories so i know not to sample from those Mm, nice (laughs) because i get because you got to stay on your toes because you can't start spouting like QAnon bullshit Mm -hmm. because then it's it's too real hey has this maybe gotten a little masturbatory? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Well, let's talk about next week. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, we will be watching 1998's You've Got Mail. Oh, thank fuck, Sam. Thank fuck. Luke, you have been so excited for this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe from the start? Yeah. I think there were two on the radar that we were... You know, they were mountains in the distance. One was this film, Saving Private Ryan, and then the other was You've Got Mail, and I'm extremely excited for me to see this and for you to see this. Yes. Uh, so, Luke, obviously you've seen this before. Mm-hmm. I have I have not. I know nothing about mm. it. I mean, except it's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan again. Yeah, and this one, Sam, I can confirm 100% for sure is a romantic <laughs> comedy. So I got to figure out what I think this is about. Mm-hmm. And okay. So I think okay. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Tom Hanks oh, no. <laughs> and Meg Ryan are work proximity associates. Okay. And Tom gets one of those shitty chain emails from his uncle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, if you don't send this to everyone you know, um, ATAR will come and, and destroy you and everything you know and love. Mm-hmm. And so he forwards it to Meg Ryan, who is just charmed by it. Mm. I mean, absolutely charmed that he cared enough about her to prevent ATAR from annihilating <laughs> every good thing in her life. 
So, so right out of the gate, going for the conspiracy corner on this one. Yeah, frankly, I couldn't think of what one of those chain emails actually posed as a threat. Mm. So um, I just came up with the only one that I could think of, <laughs> which is a demon <laughs> prince that I invented. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think it's basically one of those chain emails that he sends to her, and that she. I guess maybe misconstrues as him coming on to her. Hmm. And so it's this sort of like, will they or won't they? And then they get together and then she gets irritated because he gets too many emails and he sends a lot of this fucking chain <laughs> emails around. <laughs> and, and so then they have the, you know, rom-com fight mm-hmm. uh, and she's yelling, you've got to stop forwarding these chain <laughs> you've emails. You've got too much mail. <laughs> you've got too much mail. <laughs> Apply a filter. Please use a spam folder, uh, and then you know they they make it work. He has they he has to delete his account. Mm. And they they share one. They have just one yeah. shared email account. The old couples account. And, uh, the classic. Yeah. 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 Tom and Meg at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Probably Hotmail. I think and, during this era, but for sure. Yeah, probably Hotmail. Um. So, so yeah, I think that's the movie. Nice. Well, pieces of that are correct, uh, and I'm very much looking forward to you experiencing this movie because, as stated before, you are not a big fan of romantic comedies, so you have been trying very hard, and Sam, I'm proud of you. Luke, I've been putting in the work. Mm-hmm. You've been out there like, like training. I don't know what the romantic comedy equivalent of lifting weights is, but you've been in the Church of Iron sacrificing you sweat know how- for the Iron Gods. Yeah, you know how like football players will will train throughout the off season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I've been doing with rom coms. Nice. It's just like watching them while like running on a beach mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just just really pumping up my rom com muscle. Loving that I, montage imagery for sure, and also rom com muscle oh, yeah. is uh, questionable. Yeah, that's best. that's that's a penis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's no other thing that that sounds like other than penis, mm-hmm. and I promise I have not been pumping up my penis. Yeah. Uh, sorry, mom. <laughs> and our <laughs> listeners as well, but uh, yeah. I think we're verging again hilariously on the masturbatory side of things. So Sam, <laughs> yeah, skip us are. on along. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, folks, uh, until next week, uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, we're Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can follow us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can email us at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Uh, please, you know, drop us a line. Let us know how you're feeling about the podcast. We understand the audio on this one's garbage, but, you know, for the others. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, please, like, uh, tell a friend about the podcast. You know, we don't. Uh, pay uh, or really promote this podcast um, mostly out of cheapness and laziness mm-hmm. but uh, you know we'd really appreciate it if you told a friend about it tried to get more people to listen to this bad boy and uh, and yeah so Luke do you have a final quote for us? I do it's from my favorite character in this movie Fish and it is your father was circumcised by my rabbi you prick <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a a gem mm-hmm. in 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 the mud. Yep, a real uh, diamond in the lake there for sure. <laughs>
Well, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We're sorry the audience is so bad. <laughs> we'll do better next week. We'll be back to four. Yeah, yeah we'll be back uh, next week with 1998's You've Got Mail. <laughs>